How we doing? This is Rob Foster with RBF Fitness and Nutrition. People upgrade their iPhones, they upgrade their Androids, they upgrade their laptops, but they're operating with the same brain that they operated with for the last decade. You should know the value that you bring to the marketplace. You know what your passion is. You know why you do what you do. So racism, it's out there, but it doesn't have to stop you. Just because somebody might look at you a certain way, that doesn't have to stop your forward progress. Where you have to eliminate the excuses. You gotta make that game plan say, for me to get to that point. Right, happy Tuesday, everyone. This is Rob with episode number 57 of Shut Up and Grind with me, Robert B. Foster. So you guys know how we do this show. We're going to keep it motivational, educational, entertaining, and transformational. So as we keep marching down towards our fifth, uh, sorry, our 60th episode, which will be on Sunday, you know, so you guys know I look for guests who can bring their own perspective into the message of overcoming obstacles and stepping into your greatness. And today I found someone who's doing exactly what I am. We work with busy moms to help them recapture their bad ass. So that's my definition. When I bring my guest on, he'll give his definition. But first, you know, I got to pimp the grind gear. So you go shut up and grindgear.com. So we got sweatshirts, we got hoodies, we got long sleeves, we got tank tops, we have face masks, we have all kinds of stuff. And that all goes to help the show grow. So shut up and grindgear.com. And if you want to support the show financially, shutupandgrind.me slash support so we can get these videos translated so we can get it worldwide. So as I said, so today's message is helping busy moms. And so I get asked all the time, like, why don't you work with dads? You know, you're a single dad. Like, why don't you focus on dads? couple of reasons. A, men are a pain in the ass. And B, women are just, women need help. They need guidance. They need reassurance. They need confidence. They need to understand that it's okay to prioritize yourself. And I'm not saying they can't get that from other women, but just that makes me feel good inside to help people go from putting themselves on the back burner and letting themselves go thinking that that's what they're supposed to do and just showing that there's another avenue. Like you can let your light shine. And then when your light shining, Everyone in your circle, they're going to benefit from you being the best version of yourself. And so to help me have this conversation, I found the founder of On Ascent Fitness, where their mission is they help in 12 weeks, they help exhausted moms fit in her favorite jeans and feel as sexy, desired, and beautiful as she deserves. And there was something else I saw in here. Here we go. So his name is Tony Laprino. And each week, it's his job to fire you up, ignite the leader inside you, and push you to achieve your full potential. This is for his radio show. And I hope you'll join me for this journey so we can help each other scale our way to lifestyle freedom. So coming to the stage is Tony Laprino. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, what's happening? How are you? 
Doing well, thanks. Glad to have you, fellow New Englander. Yes, all the way up in, up and tucked up in Maine, up in the big corner of the Northeast. Boy, oh boy, how's the weather up there? We're start. Hey, you know what? We're above thirty-two degrees for the second day in a row, so I'm gonna wow. take it. Yeah, we're actually yeah. above fi- above fifty today. It's like basketball weather. Yeah, it's coming this way, but uh, <laughs> we we're hopefully at the end of this this long stretch of cold weather and dreary and dark deep winters that we have so ready for spring <laughs> i ask myself every winter why do i live here oh, that's the thing <laughs> isn't it so frustrating because you're like you get like into february and you're like man this is a choice that i'm making yes that's <laughs> so true yeah. <laughs> all right so in in you know a few few short sentences who is tony Laprino? yeah so great question and, and again thanks for having me on and Pleasure. who i am is i'm a i'm a heart-centered entrepreneur and I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a business owner, and I'm on a mission to inspire others to make an impact on their lives and show them how to live in great health and energy. That's that's who I am, and that's what I do, is I believe in leading myself on this journey while being an example for, for my two daughters. So that's, that's me. Love it. So you answered my, my next question. I was going to say, and what, does, what do you get out of that? But you just answered that. So. Yeah to be the example. So like, as we were talking in the green room, we'll call it is like, I also work with busy moms. And so why did you choose that demographic? You know, I, I listened to your definition and you're spot on. And you know, the first reason is, is to be quite honest with you is I don't, I don't want to deal with the ego that the man has. I don't want to deal with the shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it's so, it's so, it's so true. I mean, you know, I'm one of them. I don't want to deal with that mess, you know? So <laughs> But really, the the true reason is is to show what is to really set the example and show what my daughter show my daughters what's possible and to live in great health and great energy. Um, you know, I'm surrounded by women, my, my wife and, and two girls. And you know, when I was a, a trainer, uh, we'll get into this a little bit uh, a little bit later. But uh, you know, 10, 10 years or so when I was in the industry primarily my, my clients were females and I just enjoy the, I, I enjoy the energy. I enjoy that. And I enjoy seeing them step into their powerful self because it's not easy. And most of the time women set themselves back, they put themselves on the back burner and, and they feel like it's, uh, it's selfish to take care of themselves or, you know, they're taking time away from their family and they feel guilty about that. And that's so not true. So it's, it's it's spending time and seeing that seeing that happen and, and putting that into perspective and putting that into place is really the reason why. Yes, and the the key sentence you said there, and people don't like don't like to hear this because it's not you know politically correct or the societal norm, but they do it to themselves, mm-hmm. you know, because they feel like they should or this this is what I'm supposed to do, right? And, and it's like it's like no, you're not. Like just as you said, you do what you do to be the example for your children, and so when you put yourself on the back burner, that's the example that you're showing them, right. Right. And they feel, you know, what I found working with them and in the conversations that I have with them and their biggest struggles is that, you know, that's the thing is that there's there. It's it's not like it's not like it's, brainwash is a bad word, but it's they're here to serve like they're they're servers. Like that's what they that's what they do is they they spend time serving others and taking care of others at the sacrifice of themselves where I pull them in here and say, you know what, let's put yourself first. So when you go to serve, you can serve at a higher level yes. and, and, and just be, 
just be a, you know, a better version of yourself, a better mom, a better professional. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, on my, on my show, when we talk about lifestyle freedom, you know, most people think about financial freedom or time freedom, but I talk about health freedom. It's yep. health freedom, you know? So those are the things that, you know, that we really focus on and, and why it's so important because you're right. They put themselves second and shouldn't. Nope, absolutely not. Because I always say the mom, the mom is the heartbeat of any household, the absolute heartbeat. And so if you're not operating with your full fire, then the household gets affected. And we just have to stop feeding into the facade that now that I'm a mom, all of my dreams and wishes go, go to hell. It's like, no, you should actually run faster towards your dreams and your wishes because now you have someone looking at you. Absolutely. You know, like you can say what what you want to say, but they're gonna do what you do. Absolutely, and they see you. You know your 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 children. They see you. They follow you. You know they want to be you. And and that's the thing is that is setting that example. You know it's it's super important. It's, I mean, it's super important. Yes, like my kids say all the time. Like when they're doing their schoolwork, you know we have to write about someone inspiring. You know, I'm gonna write write about you, or I have to write about a superhero. I'm gonna write about you. Like that's as a parent, that's amazing to hear. When, when you got so many other options out there, like Captain America and Black <laughs> Panther, like, you know, like you got right. options. So, right. but just the fact that they pick me, it's like, all right, must be doing something in, in, in the, you know, there's no perfect parents out there, but, you know, right. at least be doing something in the right ballpark. Yeah, absolutely. Completely, completely agree. Completely agree. And I just look at my own situation and that's exactly why I do it. And that's exactly why I do what I do. So have you always been into fitness? Like I haven't. Like growing up, what was your, your big goal? Because like, like, like for me, I wanted to be a carpenter, which is funny now because I can't build anything. Yep. <laughs> but, 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 that, <laughs> but that was like the first you. thing I wanted to do. I, I wanted to build houses and stuff. But yep. what was your yeah. No, when you know, when I was in high school, I, I mean, I played sports and, and baseball was my jam and it was my thing. And I was that kid out in the backyard who wanted who wanted to be a professional baseball player. And that was my thing. And that's what I inspired to do was to be an athlete and to be, you know, if I in obviously reality hits pretty hard when you get into your late in your in your high school career and you're like, no, that's just not going to happen. But I can go on to college and, and play a good at a good program um, and while I, while I was on that journey, it was coaching is, is really something that, that I really was passionate about. And I really enjoyed was, was coaching. And yeah. it wasn't just in with, with baseball and stuff like that. Uh, so when I, when I got out of grad school, I actually went to grad school, um, out in, um, out in Michigan. And, um, I did a, it was, a organizational leadership program and it was basically coaching. So set myself up to coach at the college level and that stuff. But when I moved back to Maine after a couple of years, uh, you know, jobs just didn't line up. Right. So I went into personal training and, and coaching at that, at that stage. And it was 2007, 2008 is when the market crashed and basically I lost my business. Uh, you know, the fitness industry was one of those things where it was extra. So people just, they just dropped. I mean, it was gone. Like it was gone like that. Yep. And we were getting ready to have our, our first child. Uh, and to be quite honest with you, I had to, I had to go get a real job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's when my, really my journey went for the next, I don't know, 12, 13 years of basically chasing money, yeah. just, just doing a whole bunch of different careers, everything from the, the multi-level marketing network, marketing companies and jewelry and cosmetics to, um, sales to, 
insurance and financial services, all these, all these businesses. And what happened was about, th about three years ago, I got to a place that I was running two businesses full time and, you know, it, I got, I got, I got burnt out, um, basically hit rock bottom and it was, uh, I was in a tough place and I knew something had to change. Like I can, I can remember, I can remember it like it was yesterday as I was sitting out there, it was a June morning and it was, um, we we're getting ready. We had an appointment for somebody to come, come do some yard work for us or something like that. I think it was I actually thought it was, I think it was our septic was getting pumped and I was trying to find the whole, you know, the septic cover and yeah. it just wasn't happening, but all this stuff is piling on, piling on and piling on. And I was sitting there against the, against my house on this red cooler and I'm sitting there and I had my hands between my, uh, my head between my hands and I'm, I'm just, just, you know, so tense and so, just so frustrated. And I just knew something had to change and something had to be different. And that's when I went searching. I went searching for answers as to why my life wasn't working, why I felt so disconnected in my marriage, in my business, why I was having the thoughts I was having, why I felt so empty and why I felt so alone. Um, and along that journey is really when I did a lot of self-work, a lot of deep work on myself, understanding who I was as a person. What did I value? What were my passions? What was my purpose in life? Why was I here? And who was I? And along that journey really came came full circle over the last couple of years to in, into what are my core values and what are my core principles and getting back to what was in alignment with, with really who I am. And that's where I came back to fitness and nutrition and coaching because those are, I mean, my core values are, are connection, authentic connection and well-being and accomplishment and achievement and, you know, inspiring others and, and motivating people and setting the example. So that's really in, in a real short, short clip of the my journey that I've been on over the last 10, 12 years. So I started in fitness and coaching took a little, took a little detour. And then here we are, we're, we're, we're back at it and full, full steam ahead. See, I absolutely love doing this show because you meet people and like, I focus on the backstories, you know, cause like most people want to focus on the good stuff. You know, I wrote a book and I'm an international speaker and I'm this and I'm that, but it's like, I want to know how the hell you got there. Right. It's like, yeah. like that's, that's the part that resonates with most people. And you unpacked a lot already. And the one thing I want to focus on is that my journey was pretty much the same athlete in school. I had dreams of doing track and field in the Olympics, you know, ended up get, getting hurt right when I started college. And I know I, I always say I fell into uh, the restaurant trap for a couple of decades. So I did that, but just inside I'm like, I'm an athlete to my core. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's what, what yeah. I want. That's what I want to do. So I, I got back into coaching track and field a little while ago and then I was like, you know, I, like, I just want to train people. I just, I just not even train people. Like I just want to work with people and just make people better, you know? So like, I never really wanted to be, let's say, well-known as a fitness guy, but I was using fitness as the vehicle to help people transform their minds, transform, you know, they'll, they'll step into their goals, step into their greatness. And, yes. and like, that's the stuff that was fueling my soul and pretty much like how you had your, your head and hand moment. You know, everyone who watches the show, I say this all the time. Like I had my my mini midlife crisis at 32. I was driving to work and I just pulled off to the side of the road. I just had a full blown panic attack. Yeah, I just knew like I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. it's like I am an athlete, damn it. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I want to get back to that. Mm -hmm. 
So just like, like, like you said, I knew something had to change. Like if I don't change something, I'm going to keep feeling this way. And so I just slowly started putting, putting the pieces in place. And then there, there we are. But, but even then, like I said, I didn't really want to be, you know, just, I don't want to say just, but a fitness guy. Cause I've always had much bigger, bigger goals than that. So now I'm getting into the podcasting. I'm auditioning for short films, I'm speaking around the world, virtually around the world. And now it's like, now the soul is just constantly on fire. Yeah. You know? So like when you step into that power, like you resonate it, like when you were talking about it, I'm like, this dude's got it. Yeah. You know? Like when you're doing what, what you're supposed to do, like your soul glows. Yeah. And I'll, you know, I'll tell you that it's not easy. Like this has not been, this has probably been the hardest journey over these last probably three or four years than, yeah. than I've ever, ever had to deal with. I mean, the darkness, and that's the thing is regardless if you're in fitness, regardless if you're in any industry or whatever it is, it's lonely out there. And it's, it's real lonely. And a lot of people, like you said, they don't want to talk about the dark. They don't want to talk about the dark times of being in business and entrepreneurship and, and anything else in life about the darkness. They all want to talk about the light and all the good things that happen, but it's just not real. It's not real at all. And, you know, I'm that athlete. That's the thing is that it never goes away, right? (laughs) It never goes away. All of a sudden when that last college game goes away and somebody takes a uniform away, you can't control that. But at the end of the day, who you are inside is, is your, your, your true athlete. And that's yes. the, the competing and the passion and all this stuff. And that's and finally coming out and just, you know what, just accepting that it is, this is who I am. Yep. And you know, the feeling, the difference in the feeling of when you're out of alignment versus when you are just, you know, it and you're in the flow, right? Exactly. Like, so I've had, I've had multiple surgeries, but I still compete in track and field and I'm 46. Yes. <laughs> and, and I'm still competing. I still get out there playing basketball with the 25 year olds and I can hold, hold my own. Like, and people ask me, you know, like what motivates you to work out? And, but for me, it's performance. Like I can care less about body fat percentage. Like I could care less about the number on the scale. I said, when I step out on the basketball court, I want to be able to give my all. Now, let's say I got a lot of miles on these tires. So like, I can't go for five hours like I used to, but I can get out there, give you, you know, one or two solid games and I'll have to sit one down, (laughs) but then I can get back in, give it, give it another solid one. But the key word you said is competition. Mm. Like I I do the high jump. I don't really triple jump anymore, but I do the high jump and the long jump still. And then the hundred and the 200. And there are some meets where there's either not a lot of people in my age bracket or they just don't train as hard as I do. So I get out there, I start the high jump and everyone's out already. So it's like, yeah, you know, it's nice. It's nice to get the gold medal, but like, I want to be pushed. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's what does it for me. Yeah. And now with the, with uh, the moms, I find the ones I have the most success with are the ones who are former athletes. I completely agree. Completely agree. Because you, it's like, you're like, it lights you up. You're like, yes, let's go. You know what it's like. And that was, this, you know, that was the same thing is that I was this guy that was the gym rat. You know, I'd go to, you know, once I would go to the gym a couple of times a week and I do okay Monday through Friday. And then Friday come along, we go out to, we go out to dinner with the fam, drink a couple of beers and Saturday turns into takeout food and Sunday's football food and all that stuff. And it was just a vicious cycle. Right. Yeah. So 
it was uh, 2000 and, 2017. A couple of my friends from the gym, they were like, hey, let's do this. Um, let's do this half Ironman thing uh, at the end of the summer. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. You're crazy. Like, that, that's not me. I, I, I was a I was a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was no endurance <laughs> inside of this deal. Well, anyway, I said yes. And I was like, I, like, I couldn't run more than three miles at a time. I mm. didn't own a bike. Hadn't been on a bike since I was 15 years old. And I couldn't, I didn't even know how to swim. <laughs> so yeah. sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> so anyway, you know, that was the, that's really what transformed and really when I went from, you know, being this, being this, you know, I wouldn't, let's being this fake like this, like I was a closet alcoholic. I was addicted to drugs and I was overweight and I ate like shit. Yeah. And you know, it was this, it was this time where things really shifted for me and it was a big time shift because inside of this training, it, that, that athlete and that competitor inside of me came out and it's like, you damn it. I'm going to cross this finish line regardless of what happens. Yes. So in order to do that, you know, I knew something, I was about three months into my training and things were just up and down, up and down. I never changed anything in my lifestyle. So it was, I made this drastic shift in, in my, in my nutrition, the way I ate and the way I took care of myself. And it was like night and day. It was like somebody lit a switch and lit a fire. And it was like, wow, this is what good feels like. Like this is, this is like next level. This is, this is what, you know, how I can perform at the next level. And I never experienced it before. So that's really what got me back into the, you know, into competing was triathlon. And on my everyday, you know, my everyday um, com competition is, is CrossFit. I love CrossFit. Uh, that's my, that's my daily dose of competition with myself. So I get it. Love it. And so to piggy, to piggyback on that with, you know, working with people who are former athletes, I always say it's so much easier to drag badass out of someone than try to stuff it in. Yeah. You know? So like someone who's been on the couch forever, it's like, I'll, I'll let them know, you know, you're, you're more than welcome. But th but this may not be your cup of tea, <laughs> you know, just just yep. the way, just the way my style is. So so like one thing I stress with 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 moms is you gotta find your tribe. So like for for mine, like you said with the half um the half Ironman, we do a lot of Spartan races. Yeah. So, well, not last year, but right <laughs> mm -hmm. with the Spartan Beast and the Spartan Supers and lot um a lot lot of the women do half marathons. I have a handful that do marathons. And I tell them, it's like, you got to find something beyond the scale and the body fat percentage. Like, you got to find something beyond it that's going to keep you going. Mm -hmm. Because there's always going to be that one person that says, girl, you look good enough as you are. Okay, fine. I'll eat the pizza. You know, yep. and, and they're going to give in. But if you got something bigger than the scale, because just like you were saying, come hella high water, you're going to cross that finish line. Mm -hmm. and, and it's the same way with the Spartan Beasts, especially the ones that have the mountains. You know, you're talking like eight hours out there. Yeah. You know, and you're carrying your hydration pack and your supplies. And, you know, you got to like, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And then you have to do the actual race. But in that moment, no one ever quits, nope. you know, like, barring injury. And the people can be, some people have rolled their ankle and they're like, nope, nope, I got this. I got this. But yet in everyday life. Well, it, it's so easy to be thrown away. Like you said earlier, you know, you fall on tough times. The gym membership's one of the first things to go. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Yeah. And you know what, you know, to your, to your point is that, you know, one of the things that I stress the most is when we talk about nutrition, we talk about fitness, we do all this stuff. It's about the food. It's about the exercise, but it's not about the food. It's not about the exercise. The things that you learn along the way, and especially if you grew up playing sports, this isn't about the game. This isn't about working out today for a half an hour and 50 minutes or whatever it might be. What you gain outside of that in real life is how to compete in real life because that's when things really get difficult. Yes. I mean, you can you can have things that are difficult inside of an hour workout, but you know what? When shit's hitting the fan in real life, if you know how to compete, if you know how to, if you know the things that you've overcome physically, it teaches you that how to do that mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all these things that are combined. And that's yeah. one of the biggest lessons that I learned inside of this training for, for, you know, half Ironmans and, you know, triathlons and things like that. It wasn't about the race. It wasn't about the race. Like I can think inside of my life is that, you know what, if I can go through this physical pain, this physical pain is, is temporary and it's a choice. But on the other side, I know how to overcome difficult situations by continuing to take action, take the next yes. step, take the next step, just take the next step, just take the next step and keep going and never quit. You know, yeah. so those are the things that I like to teach in, in the mentality that we have inside of here is, is just to keep going. That's on ascent. We're on ascent. We're going high. We're going to the top, you know, so I get it. I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it's like so. Obviously, I have the I have the shut up and grind. I don't know if you can actually see it on the shirt, but it says "Some wish for it, we work for it." Yeah, yeah, like that's our that's our motto. So it's like, exactly. listen, it's it's like you can talk about it, but we gotta be about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. That's what it boils down to. It's like, don't come to me talking about, you know, like I gained seven pounds if you're not doing the bare minimum in our accountability group. Like, like it's up to you. It has nothing to do with what's going on at home. It has nothing to do with the pandemic. It has mm-hmm. to do with you. One word. <laughs> so, responsibility. Yeah. Yes. Responsibility. Yeah. I mean, I always say discipline. So same, same thing. Absolutely. Same thing. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. so like I said, yeah. when I was going through your website, I was like, me and this guy can have a good conversation. Cause we speak the exact same language, yeah. which, which is good. So for my audience that listens all the time, see, it ain't just me. It isn't just him. It's not just him. Like there are, yeah, there are other people out there that get it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You know. So thank you for for you know getting getting vulnerable there and talking about you know addictions and you know troubles in a relationship and sharing all that stuff. But like like I said, the premise of this show is overcoming obstacles. So mm-hmm. too many times people look at the finished product and they think, oh well, well you're a trainer, so you're just naturally strong. Like naturally strong. Like th- there was a time in my life where I lost 45 pounds Yeah, <laughs> and I was like 40, I was only overweight once, mm-hmm. but, but I made that decision that day. Like this will never happen again. And yeah. I, and I, and I had seven surgeries. So I had seven, seven excuses to where I could have gained weight and where society would have been like, Oh, it's okay. We understand. Mm-hmm. But no, for my own personal standard, I'm not letting that happen. And and that's the energy that my clients feed off of. Cause because I was like, if I if I was out here unsure of myself, what's that gonna do do for you guys? Like yeah. not not a damn thing. But if I'm in here with my sling, you know, after my shoulder surgery and I'm over here working this side or I'm pushing the sled, I felt I found a way to to rig the sled so I can push it backwards. Nice. And I was like just doing everything I can do to let them know I don't just talk about the shut up and grind lifestyle. You know, it's like you, you have to live it. 
That's exactly right. And that's I lead by example. There is nothing there is nothing I ask my clients to do that I haven't done a hundred times. Yeah. Nothing. And I live it. And you know, I had the same conversation as that somebody came to me and said, Well, this stuff is easy. This stuff comes easy for you. Well, are you sure? Are you sure it comes easy? You sure that you sure that I don't wake up every single day and be like, you know what? I don't want to do this today. I don't want to train today. I want to eat like shit today. I want to lay on the couch. I don't, I don't want to do this today. Mm-hmm. You think that I wake up every single day and, and I'm just like full of fire and it's like, let's go. I can't wait to work out. It doesn't happen like that. It's yeah. not easy. It's not easy to make the, make the conscious choice to, to, to eat something well when you're surrounded by people who are eating nothing but garbage. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta hear conversations between my 18 year old daughter ah. and I, cause we'll, we'll be like, all right, we want, we want pizza. All right. So how are we going to do this? It's like, so we can eat, you know, egg whites and turkey bacon for breakfast. So do we want pizza for lunch or for dinner? Because if we have it for lunch, then we can go to the gym around four. Like if we have it for dinner, then we'll go, we'll go to um, whatever. We'll do it at lunch and then we'll go for a walk later. It, it, it's, like, it's like we plan it all out. It's not just like, screw it. We want pizza. Right. You know? Because exactly. it's like you know we're we're human you know like I eat I eat Chinese food I eat ice cream yeah. I like I like cookies I like potato chips but I've mastered the art of moderation absolutely yeah and so with my my clients you know like I have them do their food journals and they'll they'll, they'll be they'll be like oh you know um I I have an issue with snacking mm-hmm. I was like no you have an issue with discipline <laughs> it's right. like that that's your issue so yes. like they always want to point to an external force. Mm-hmm. And I and I bring it back that no, you made that decision. That's right. Yep. You know, you're up. That's exactly right. And you know, when you talk about overcoming obstacles, it's it's really breaking it. It's really for me. It's it's breaking it down and getting back to the basics and just and keeping things as simple as possible. I know this stuff isn't easy. Like it isn't easy at all. You know. But at the end of the day, it comes down to a choice that you make. There's nobody else that's feeding you. There's, yeah. there's nobody else that's feeding you. It's it's mm-hmm. you. And are there are there obstacles that you have to overcome? Are there difficult things that are going in your mind? And like I said, it's not always about the food. It's like when we we really focus on whole health living. So it's it's environmental health. It's it's relationship health. It's physical. It's emotional. It's all these things. So you know what's what's the chain of events that leads up to you making that decision to say, you know what, I'm just going to eat a whole gallon of ice cream. What's the chain of events? Let's take a look and find ways to break that cycle and break that chain and overcome that yep. versus just, you know what, making the excuse that, you know, I, I just, I can't do this. Yeah. And I always say that's such a crock because you can do whatever you want to. Because if I told you, like when people tell me that they can't afford it, mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So if I, if I had two, two, um, I, I don't even know what they call them now, uh, box seats or whatever. Yeah. To the Boston Red Sox, like I'm not a big baseball fan, sure. but uh, you know, here his his two box seat tickets for this coming Saturday, people will find time and money to get to that game. Yep, <laughs> right. That that's what that is. So I tell because like I'm very blunt in my approach, very very blunt. Like one one of the women on her food journal, she said, "Oh, it was tough. It was tough today with the nutrition because I had to travel. I had to this. I had to that." And I just wrote under it. It was tough today because you weren't prepared and made poor decisions. It's like that's that's what happened. <laughs> it's yeah. like stop stop blaming external forces. Like for for me, if I gain a couple pounds, like all right, where did I screw up? Mm-hmm. You know, like like 
it's just instant, instant self accountability, self self discipline. It's like, where did I screw up, and how am I gonna fix this? Instead of, oh well, my husband came home with pizzas, and so that doesn't mean you had to eat four slices. Right. <laughs> right. right. And the day the decision's yours. Right. And you know, it's you know, when you talk about you know the expense of it, it's I guess the way I preface it is that you either pay now or you pay later. Exactly. Because yep. if you continue, if you continue to make these choices, if you had a if you had a crystal ball and you knew that at 70 years old, you're not going to be able to tie your shoes and you're not going to be able to go up the stairs and somebody else is going to have to take care of you. And you're going to have to hire somebody to come into your house and, and take care of you on a daily basis. And you're not going to be able to go to your kid's wedding uh, be, because you're, you, you're, you've got a, a chronic disease or maybe your worst case scenario, you're just not here anymore and you're, you passed away. So and, and you're relying on healthcare. You're relying on medications to, to keep you to keep you alive and to keep you at at whatever quote unquote your best self. So, are you willing to are you willing to make those choices today, knowing that that's a that's the strong possibility down the road is that you're not going to be able to have these and you're these are the things. This is the life that you have. Take a look around. Take a look around you. Is there anybody in your ex, in immediate family who is experiencing these types of things because they made the same choices that you're making right now? Or do you make these small little changes a little bit at a time and continue and stay consistent with it on a daily basis and continue to work towards making yourself better just a little bit at a time? Might be a little inconvenient at first, but at the end of the day, are you putting yourself in a better position to be able to have health freedom when you're when you're re retired or you want to do things, you want to travel, you want to do all these great things that you, that you haven't done and you want to live this, this lifestyle. But at the end of the day, if you don't have your health, you're not going to be able to do it. Nope, not at all. And you know, going back to what you said in the beginning about women and moms being, you know, servers, like I use the word nurturers, you know, yeah. because that's, that's the hormonal, makeup you know like yep. that's what that's why men and w women think think differently like we're wired differently mm -hmm. but you know so whips so women are programmed to be caretakers and nurturers. yeah they're, that's what i meant instead of yeah. servers a bad you know I, I didn't mean it was caretaker is yeah no basically. i wasn't i wasn't trying to highlight like you said it wrong <laughs> <laughs> so no that wasn't the goal i was just piggybacking off of that point and so like i just try try to instill and in the people that i work with like you know, you, you're better taking care of people when you're better taking care of, Yeah. you know? So like when your light is shining, you let other people's light shine. Like when you're on the back burner, what, what's the first thing that women do is they look for other people on the back burner. Yeah. So you guys can have this big, we're under achieve, underachieving back burner party. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I tell people, you got, you got to find the people on the same mission. So if you're in a spot where you don't feel happy and healthy, you got to surround yourself with people who are happy and healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like one, and that's the kind of environment that we've created. So when, yep. when people, when people come in, you know, we're, we're everyone, everyone's accepted into the group. It's like, I pre-screen people in the beginning. Cause like I said, if you're someone that really, really needs to be spoon fed, I'm not your guy. Right. You know? But like, if you're someone that's ready, like Rob, I'm fed up. I don't like yep. the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. I don't like having energy and I'm ready to change. And yep. then that's that person. We will welcome you in with open arms. Yep. It's all like you, you hit on a key word ready. And I just talked about this the other day is, is being ready in, in order to make any kind of change in your life is number one, you have to be ready. And on a scale of one to 10, it has to be like a nine or a 10. Yeah. And once you're ready, 
the second thing is, are you willing? Are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to do what's necessary in order to hit those goals and continue down that road? And then number the third one is, are you able? Are you able to do it? Like if I came to you and told you at, at the end of this 12 months, next time if we talked on, on uh, March 9, 2022, that I'm going to dunk a basketball, that doesn't, that doesn't quite line up because being five foot, five foot nine, 155 pounds, it doesn't matter how many, how many jumping jacks I do. I'm not dunking a basketball. So yeah. when it comes to ability that way, uh, but to your point is that is creating that, creating that community. And that's one thing that I, I strongly, strongly agree with on you is that, is that creating that community of like-minded people to show each other what's possible and hold each other accountable and, and, and be able to have a safe place to communicate and share the wins, share the losses, share the struggles, share all that stuff. Because at the end of the day, we're all the same. We're all going through the same exact struggles. We're all having the same exact experience. Yep. But like you said, if you surround yourself with people who are going to push you, who are going to challenge you, then you're going to see your growth go exponential versus surrounding yourself with a bunch of it's okay, pat on the back type of people. You don't need to do that today. Yep, exactly. Exactly. One of my one of my most proud moments as a fitness coach, we had a, a pretty busy class going on. It was an obstacle conditioning class. And so one of the girls, she was about maybe two-thirds of the way up the climb. We have a 20-foot rope for, for climbing. So she was about two-thirds of the way up. And she was like, I don't have it. I, it when I tell you, everyone stopped and surrounded the rope. And was just cheering her on. Yeah. And, and I didn't even egg it on. Like they did it all themselves. And I just sat there like, this is truly amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's truly amazing. So like they they stopped from their own for a second to give her the just that boost that she needed to get all the way up and ring that bell. Super and she, cool. and she, she comes down. She's got tears in her eyes. Yeah. Right? She's like, that was just such an incredible feeling. And I just sat back like, and this is why we do this. Absolutely. Like, at that moment. Yeah, like, like that's way bigger than the than the scale or body fat percentage. Absolutely, like that sense of belonging. Yeah, sense of belonging, being seen, being heard, and you know, being it's supported, being supported, and you know what? That's a big win. Like that's a win. Like now she's gonna come back and want more wins and want to experience yeah. that feeling. Like you said, we're not after a number. We're not after a body fat percentage. We're not after to look a certain way in in front of all. That's a result. All that's great. Yeah. You know, it's a great result and, it, you know, it's all it's all awesome and it's pretty superficial. But at the end of the day, you're after a feeling. You want to feel great. You want to feel energized. You want to feel confident. You want to feel sexy. You want to feel desired. You want to feel, feel and, and be seen and be heard. You know, that's what we're after is that feeling. And that's what we really, really hit home on is how are you feeling? Yep. And you have to find your strong. Yeah. One thing I can't stress. I mean, that, that's one area I will say that men excel a little faster than females is that women, women can look amazing and find something wrong. <laughs> oh, for sure. Whereas a man can have the biggest beer gut and it'll be like, look at that, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? right. But uh, but working with women is like just helping them see that those little things are major. It's not like, oh, I only lost lost a pound this week. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but if you duplicate that for fifty two weeks, you lost fifty two pounds. Right. <laughs> I was like, you got to think think the, the long game, the long game. Like it doesn't have to happen overnight. So it's like like just slow it down and celebrate everything, absolutely everything. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally a lifestyle. And it's, you know, you know, one of the hardest things that, 
you know, I, I see a lot is, is, is the struggle. I mean, the weight, the weight struggle and the, the number on that scale is, is it can be one of the worst things to overcome and to, and because it's so instant and so, and the hard transition of understanding that you have to eat, you have to eat and you have to eat well, you have to eat in abundance. You have to, you have to put food in your body yeah. and, is such a it, it, it can be a real hard a real hard transition going from eating eating to feel a certain way eating to perform a certain way versus eating to see a certain number on the scale because it like you said it doesn't always it doesn't always line up i mean you no. can weigh a certain way a certain number but just be completely miserable on the inside yeah so it's it's a hard transition and, and i and you know when you like you asked about working when working with women is really empathizing with that and meeting them where they are and just in and, and just trying to talk through it and work through it and just being supportive because it's not you know i know it, sometimes you have to have that hard conversation but at the end of the day you know it's it's an understanding and and i can empathize with that because again just because they're female i can tell you personally that even as a, even as a male that you know what, when I was training and I was seeing those results and seeing the number go down, I was like, wow, this is super awesome. And, you know, so I would, I would battle that too. And, you know, so I get it. Yeah. My, the first women's empowerment group I gave, this was back in 2015, I believe, you know, there was like 40 or so women in this group. And, you know, there were a couple of little, little snickers, like, uh, what's he doing here? Like, I thought this was a women's empowerment group, you know? And so like, I overheard that. So, like, when I gave my my opening intro and welcome and everything, I, I had just said, you know, motive, you know how people always say, you know, the universe works in mysterious ways and, uh-huh. you know, like, God works in mysterious ways. And I was like, so does inspiration. It's like, you you never know what form it's going to arrive. I right. said, I said, so you, you don't want to judge what we're doing here until at, at the end of it, if you want to have an opinion, cool. I was like, but don't, but if you just come in, see, see me and are thinking a certain way that like, that's part of the issue. It's like, you're not even giving it a chance. And so like, I was the lead speaker, but I had four other women there sharing their stories. Yeah. And so, and at the end of the event, like everyone was just blown away. They're like, oh my God, like, this is a great thing you're doing. So just, so just because a man is, is the one leading the charge, that doesn't change the mission any. No. Nope, not at all. And I get this, I get the question all the time and I'm sure you do too, is like, mm-hmm. you know, do you, do you think it's weird that you're a guy and you were only work with women? No, I don't. It's no. you, you, you're the one that thinks that way. Yes. I don't think that way. Exactly. Not at all. And my client's results don't speak that way and why they keep coming back doesn't speak that way. But if exactly. you want to feel that way, that's, that's perfectly, a, that's perfectly fine. Yep. <laughs> that's, not, that's not reality. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the person. It's like your 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 clients are coming for you. Like yeah. they're not coming because you train only women. Like the, you're no. you're doing something that's resonating with them, and they're telling others. Exactly. So, right. so they're coming to you. You know, my myself included. So you know, the people that that want my style or like my style, they're going to gravitate towards me. Same yeah. for you. Someone that wants a female trainer or coach, they're going to gravitate toward toward that person. Mm-hmm. But that's that's how it works. It's connection. <laughs> you know? It's yes. connection. 
people want to feel connected. They want to feel a part of something. They want to feel connected. And that's, that's exactly right. And that's why that, you know, those are, like you said, those are people that like me is because they connect to me. They resonate with me. They resonate, resonate with my energy and same thing for you. Yeah. Yep. It's your energy and your message. Yes. That's what, what it is. Cause the thing, cause women have a need for a sense of belonging. It's like men, men, men are a little better at being loners. I mean, like we, we have our own need of community. It's just a little different. I, I feel, yep. but like, like women need to be a part of something meaningful, yes. you know? So more than just going to the gym, cause like you can go to any plane of fitness or any whatever gym and just go. But right. they're, they're willing to pay 10 times the amount to be part of something bigger and more meaningful. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yep. And exactly. as you were saying before, like with the men and the egos, like when, when women hit those milestones, there's there's nothing like it. There's nothing right. like that feeling and just seeing the glow. And then for, for me, it brings me back to the initial consultation where – they were unsure of themselves. You know, am I going to be able to do this to that first workout where they felt like they were going to puke and they were doubting themselves. And then, you know, you fast forward a few months and they're just a completely different animal. It's like, yeah. I love that. That's exactly, that's exactly, exactly right. Is that the transformation that happens and the potential of it to happen and to be, and to be able to see it is just, that's why. I mean, that's why, you know, that's why you're here and that's what you're after is this stuff that the stuff that we do isn't, it changes lives. It changes lives and it potentially saves lives, you know? So to see that click and when it happens, it's, it's just absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing, especially when it comes to physical challenges and things like that. And when they say, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. And in in short amount of time, you've got them you got them doing those things that they said that they couldn't do. And it's, yep. it's pretty, it's, it's pretty awesome. Exactly. We did, we did a Spartan super in the Boston area and I had this, this young woman. She's probably maybe five feet at best, I'd say. And maybe even four eleven. So it's kind, kind of short. And one of the, have, have you done a Spartan race? I have not. Okay. So they have this one obstacle called the beater. So it's kind of like monkey bars, and then it has a couple, it has three cylinders in the middle of it that, that kind of spin. And so now, as it said, so this woman, she's 4'11", doesn't yep. have the biggest wingspan. And so she was kind of hiding behind one of the pillars as I was helping everyone else go across. So I'm looking like, where is Chelsea? And so then it's like she pops her head out from behind the beam. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I can't do this. I was like, you didn't even try. Yeah. It's like, I always stress try it like you can't defeat yourself beforehand because if you say no beforehand then you're right right i said so let's get up here so she she gets up there and she's like rob i can't i'm like you still haven't tried it's like you got on the bar but you haven't tried so i'm like you know kick your legs kick your legs so then she reaches now i'm not gonna lie when she reached i was like she's not gonna make it (laughs) yeah (laughs) but she reached and she ended up making it and so then she got the other hand and then she made it all the way across and she rang the bell. Nice. And again, so she comes down, she comes over, she gives me a big hug. She's like, thank you so much. And I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, just, just watching them go from defeating themselves to just that ultimate feeling of joy. It's amazing. Yeah. It's belief. Believe yes. in yourself. Be- believe in yourself. And, you know, 
when I spend time, you know, one of the, you know, some events that we do and, and things like that. And when it talk about nutrition and the first phase of it is mindset and belief. And the second thing is habits. And then, you know, we don't even get into talking about food. And a lot of them are like, well, I thought I came in here to talk about nutrition. And I'm like, well, we are. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to belief in yourself. And it comes down to the mindset, it comes down to belief, it comes into habits. And believing in yourself and believing that there is, there is, there's an athlete inside of you. There's an athlete inside of all of us. And it's, it's, it's about going and finding that and finding that version of that for yourself. Yeah. And that's awesome. <laughs> it's like, I told, I told, shared a story on, on a couple of different episodes about when I lived up in New Hampshire, I had, had a couple birds and then what little cockatiels and then one of the birds passed away though they were both hand fed so they were very sweet very accepting of humans so i went and got another bird that was raised in an aviary so this bird was not friendly and did not like humans <laughs> so we get back to the apartment and it's, it's just flying all over the house it's crapping everywhere and i was like I, I i can't do this and it wasn't getting along with the other bird so I was like, all right, I can't do this. So I get the bird and I clipped its wings. And then when I did that, that was like the most heartbreaking thing to watch ever. Because yeah. this, poor, this poor thing was trying to fly and now it couldn't. And just the sounds it was making, it was like bird crying. You know, and I was like, oh my God. It's like, I just took away the one thing that makes this bird unique. You know, that that's what makes it a bird. And I took it away. And so... I share that because I feel that's what happens to humans. Mm -hmm. You know, just like you said, there's an athlete in everyone, but maybe it's somewhere in that person's life. They were told you can't do that. You suck yeah. at that. Why are you trying that? And that's the equivalent of clipping their wings. And some people and a lot, lot of women hold on to those things mm -hmm. like for a long, long time. So in doing some of my initial consultations, things like that will come up like, oh, I, I was told I was fat when I was 12. And it's like she's 43 now and still yeah. holding on to that. Yeah. Limiting beliefs are one of the biggest crushers of anything is is not believing in in who you can become and, and what you can overcome inside of inside of this world is that you know it's it's one thing, it's a it's a huge struggle. It's it's a real huge struggle. And you know, it it really stems down to you know coming back to what it is that you want. You know, what do you want for your life? It's your life. It's, it's your life and you know who, who do you want to become and and who do you want to what legacy do you want to leave and what type of example do you want to lead and you know you only get one shot at this yeah you only get one shot at this and that's you know sometimes it can be real humbling at times and you know but at the end of the day you got one body you got one life and sure it's, it's up to you on how you want to live it yes and one thing i shared too is about just ac accepting your body type you know, like there's, yeah. there's, there's different bodies. Like, like for, for me, I'm almost six, six, two and I have a, I have a small frame, you know? So mm -hmm. like I wouldn't put on gigantic muscles. Like my body's not built for that, yeah. but even at 46, I can run super fast and I can jump super high. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, those, those are my, those are my powers. Yeah. You know? So there's other people who are shorter, wider, and they can deadlift like 600 pounds. Like I'd probably split my spine if I tried to deadlift 600 pounds. Like right. my body's just not built for that. So right. if I, so if I judge myself on my ability to deadlift, then I'm going to be useless. Yeah. 
Yeah, except, you know, accepting who you are and accepting that we're all beautiful. We're all beautiful creations and we're given this bot we're given this body and there's nothing we can do about it except for make it the best we can. And you know, there is no there is no and I know it's hard but there it doesn't matter what somebody else looks like. It doesn't matter what they can do. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day, it's you. It's it's exactly. it's, it's you. It's your body, it's your life. It's how you feel is what it's really truly all about. And like I said, it's not it's it's not whether or not you look a certain way. It's not whether or not you weigh a certain number. It's it's, it's nothing is it's not that. It's not that at all. Like yeah. It's if are you maximizing your gifts? Just like you were saying, yeah. again, head head in hands. You knew you weren't utilizing the best version of yourself in that moment. Yeah. You know, and you said something has to change. So so that that's the part that I I implore people to to explore. Like, what do you want to do? Now, what should you do? Now, what what do your parents want you to do? Not now, what your significant other wants you to do? What do you want to do? Yeah. So once you can answer that question, then we can start piecing everything else together. Mm-hmm. But it, but if you don't know what you want to do, then you're going to keep in the same hamster wheel over yep. and over and over. Same vicious cycle. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, the health, you know, in the transformation that happens with, with health and with nutrition and with fitness, with all that stuff that happens, you know, it's, it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily what, you know, for me personally, it wasn't why I, I did it. It was to go after this, go after this accomplishment. But at the end of the day, the result was the physical transformation. But I firmly believe that the reason why that happened and the timing that it happened, it had nothing to do with the race. It had everything to do with preparing me for what was about to happen with the journey that I was going to go on with dealing with the dark demons inside and dealing with overcoming you know addictions and overcoming the 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 darkness and the in the the challenging times of coming into fruition of who I truly am you know so when it comes to when it comes to health if you if you decide that you want to you want to climb the corporate ladder you want to own a business and you want to be the best mom you want to be you know whatever it is that you want to be in order to be able to sustain that you have to have your health like yeah. there is no there is no way and if you want to be the best at it you have to have your health. Like you have to be performing at a high level. And that's, that's what is the result of you making the choice to, to take care of yourself. Yeah. And you know, none of us are going to get, get out of this thing, thing alive. But my thing, my thing is when I, when I, when God comes for me, it's going to be a 12 round fight. Yeah. <laughs> that's just all like in the end he's gonna win but right. but he's gonna have a couple of bruises in the end right. it's like i'm gonna do whatever i can to keep myself as strong as possible yeah yeah you know because there's there's things that you like to do right there's there's things that you want to accomplish and there's things yeah. in, in your life and 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 by being strong and by being the way that you are and living the lifestyle that you can do there's no question whether or not you, you you're gonna be able to be able to do it or not Opposed yeah, like, to, yeah, opposed to not, you know, taking care of yourself and being overweight and being tired and, you know, having all these, you know, other things that you got to worry about. Yeah. Um, and really questioning whether or not you're going to be able to live the life that you want to live. Exactly. Like my, my dad passed, passed away. He was 78. He in uh, November of 2019. And like as he was as his health was declining, he had stage four heart failure. And as his health was declining, he says, 
you know, like, I don't understand why this is happening. It's like, I took all my medicines. He's like, I stayed active. I didn't miss any doctor's appointments. I was like, dad, I said, you were just working on a car a week ago, one week ago. I said, there's people who are 50 who are stuck in a wheelchair and on oxygen just from years of inactivity. I was like, you had 78 years of doing exactly what you wanted to do because he was an engineer. So he loves working on cars, building houses, do like all yep. the stuff that, that was why I said I wanted to be a carpenter. Yeah, early. Yeah, I, was, I was constantly helping him build stuff, you know, when, yep. when I was a, a teenager and stuff. And so I was like, all right, maybe I do want to do this. But apparently I was better as a number two man, <laughs> not a number one man. Yeah. But, but, I, but I just helped them see. I'm like, but you got to this point because you did all those things. Right. It's like there's, there's no guaranteed age for anyone. No. I said, but, but you were able to do like before he went to the hospital, the, the day before he went, he and my son fixed my mom's car. So it was like the last activity he did be before going to the hospital. Cause then he ended up staying in the hospital for about three weeks before he passed. But, uh, but he was doing the one thing he loved and he got to do it with, with my son. That's so awesome. it's like, you know, it's like, I was like, I can't be mad at that. Like, I hope, I hope I get that, that kind yeah. of an ending, you yeah. know? So, so I look at it as a positive. It's like, like you got this far. Like, like I had a father for 45 years. Yeah. Not like not everyone can say that. Right. You know, for 45 mm -hmm. years. So by him taking care of himself, I was granted that gift. Yeah. Where, whereas the, I have a couple of cousins who my uncles passed away in like in their mid 50s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So oh, it's yeah. like, but, but, but that's the that's the, the beauty of taking care of yourself is you, your presence is there, your gifts, your teachings, yeah. your trainings like yep. that. Like you get you get to pass that on to the next generation. Yeah. And you matter. You matter. Like yeah. you matter <laughs> it to somebody, not only yourself, but to, to the, your, your family, to your kids, to your, the people that you interact with, the people that you haven't even met yet. You yeah. matter. Exactly. Every, we all matter. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's talk about on ascent fitness. Like how can yeah. people, how can people get in touch with you? Sure. And I think I got to ha have you on again. Cause this hour flew by. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. by, so yeah, because yeah, I'm sure there's a lot more that we could we could keep talking oh. about this. Oh, absolutely for sure. You can find me. I mean, you can find me at onascentfitness.com. Uh, that's the that's the easiest way. You can find me on Facebook at Tony Laprino. Just look me up by my by my name. Um, you can find me, friend me there. I have a podcast called On Ascent Radio. It's on iTunes, uh, or you can find it on my website. Um, so those are probably the the three easiest ways. And, um, you know, that's, we've, we run challenges on a regular basis. I got a challenge coming up, you know, so you can always DM me and talk to me about that. And, you know, we run them free and free nutrition reset challenge is what I do. So, um, that's where you can find me. It's probably the easiest way is that's, that's where I, that's where I live and spend my time and put up my stuff. Awesome. Good stuff. All right. Well, Tony, thank, thank you for, for joining and, uh, you know, this was a really, really good conversation. And, yeah. and I, I knew it was just going to flow because we're both in the same space with the same demographic. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I, knew, I knew it was going to flow awesome. well. Yeah, awesome. So, awesome. so that's really good. And uh, don't don't sign off yet. All right. Yeah. So, no uh, all right. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure.
All right. So that was Tony, owner of On Ascent Fitness. And he he got deep with us. He got vulnerable, shared his story, shared his backstory, because that's what this is all about. It's not just about where you are. It's about how you got there. And the whole purpose is to benefit other people and inspire other people who might be stuck, who may have had a head in the hands moment like Tony did. That could be you right now. And if that's you, you, you got to step into your greatness because there's a lot of stuff you have inside of you that somebody out there needs to hear. Just the way Tony does with his clients, just the way I do with my clients and how anyone that's in this industry, in this business, we are here to serve others. So there's people out there that can help you. So if you're at that point where you need help or you need guidance, reach out. Okay, because we are here to help you. And that's why we do this. So I'll be back tomorrow at a special time. We're gonna be at 2 p.m. tomorrow because uh time time difference issues with my with my guests. So we're gonna be on at 2 p.m. And we're gonna be talking with Andrew Alleman. This is a, a guy who I got a lot of my podcast guests from. He's the creator of podcastguest.com. So he'll be joining me tomorrow. So again, you can catch Tony at onascentfitness.com, or you can catch him on the social channels at, at Tony Laprino, L-A-P-R-I-N-O. And that will do it for episode number 57. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I will see you guys tomorrow. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Robert has over 20 years experience pouring his knowledge and expertise at many events in the service and fitness industry, as well as secondary schools and universities. He has a true passion for helping others break through the barriers that are holding them back. To book Robert B. Foster to speak or to reach out, go to robertbfoster.com slash speaks on Instagram at robert underscore B underscore Foster on Twitter at RBF underscore fitness and on Facebook at Robert B. Foster. Till next time, shut up and grind.